1: In the beginning, how did we navigate? It felt so right, but at the same time for me, it definitely felt really weird because it was the first time I ever allowed myself inside of our relationship to potentially like fall for another woman.
2: This was the first relationship that I felt I could 100% be me, 100% explore all the things that I've wanted to for years and felt accepted in a way that I've never felt before. This is a Soul Fire production
0: and we're back we're back we never left Mm -hmm. (laughs) so in all actuality this is the first episode hopefully of a few where i get to have the loves of my life on the show so i have with me my husband pasha espandiari and my life (laughs) partner lauren Urbistondo. and the three of us have been in the midst of going from being in a full-on relationship together to breakups, to makeups, and now to a very fluid, very family feeling, very life partnership relationship. And people have been asking. They want to know about the challenges. They want to know what is it like for a couple to actually bring a whole other human into their relationship full time and everything that's happened along the way. They want to know the sexy stories too. So I'm sure sure we'll sprinkle in some of that. (laughs) Um, but I bribed you here today with true tequila, spicy margaritas Mm -hmm. and an Oreo cake from cakes by Lexus, this vegan goddess deliciousness. And I want this to be a tell all. So All right, I think I want to start by asking Lauren, we'll go ladies first. Yep. What was going through your mind when you first entered into this with us? And if you remember back in episode 16, you guys, Lauren shared a little bit about like, oh my God, I think like I'm going to fall in love with your husband.
2: We had a conversation like what, maybe a few days later mm-hmm. or a couple of days later. I had a conversation when you called with me? you and Posh. I was like, yeah. I was like, Jess realize I'm going to fall in love with your husband,
0: right? So can you maybe
2: pick up from there? Yeah. So I was already in love with Pasha before (laughs) (laughs) the relationship started, which was funny. And um, so what was going through my mind, there was one fear um, that I would get hurt. That was the fear is that, oh, I'm a third entering in and I'm there's a good chance I can get hurt, which quickly left my mind after communicating with both of you guys. Basically, what was on my mind is how exciting and new and adventurous this was and how every day spent with you guys was something new and special that we all three were experiencing on different levels. Levels, you know, and so it was literally like pure joy and Mm. excitement every single time. And it was, I just couldn't wait to play and see what was next Mm. every time.
0: Yeah. So, what I'm hearing is you went with what was exciting and leaned into the possibility of what could happen rather than kind of giving yourself or giving that fear like a bigger voice in your head.
2: Yeah. Because there was the fear that I would get hurt, the fear that I would lose you guys as friends. That was a fear of mine for a while. That Mm. like if something went sideways, that we wouldn't have the bond that we have now, which Mm -hmm. is wild because the bond that we have now is like stronger than ever, which is amazing. But I went with the discovery and the unfolding because of all the acceptance and love and passion that came along with spending time with both of you. Mm.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. I love this answer where you said you were already in love with Pasha before the relationship started. So what, what is that like falling for another woman's
2: husband? Because you didn't know that we were open. Right. So, so it was wild because, you know, Pasha we've known each other for years mm-hmm. and it was wild how he came back into my life through a personal development course. Mm-hmm. And then he happened to be my mentor. We didn't choose that. It would just just happen, happen like that. Right. And we kept this just amazing professional relationship as he helped me really dive into my mess and uncover a ton that ultimately has me feeling so free now. But once I moved to L.A., I saw him in a different light. Mm -hmm. So I knew he was already such an incredible man because of how you were mentoring me and just like the love and passion. I learned so much from you. Um, And then once I moved to L.A. and I felt his overwhelming welcoming to L.A. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I feel like I'm a part of the family already. I feel like I'm a part of the crew and just seeing you all the time. I was like, wow, I love him. I fucking love him. (laughs) I fucking love him. And then I would slap myself like, he's married. He's married. No, you guys are going to be best friends. Lo, it's fine. Like, get it out of your head. It's not happening. And (laughs) so I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to always have feelings for him. That's what I thought. Like, Mm. I thought we were all going to be friends. And I was like, I'm just going to always have feelings for him, no matter what. You're going to always have these repressed feelings
0: (laughs) yeah, because that's how so many people live their lives. Yeah, And I'm not like saying, okay, polyamory open marriages are for everyone, but so many people have these attractions or have these connections with others that, you know, they never get the opportunity to act on. And I think that's why if you are open to being open or monogamish, it can be so expansive and help you realize like the full spectrum of who you are because you can be with different people in different ways. Like I'm different with Pasha than I am with you, obviously, and, and vice versa. So, you know, little little throw in there for why this can be such a beautiful lifestyle if you're open to it. And we talk about that a lot. Um, but yeah, I want to kind of hear from you now—the beginning. The, so beginning. the beginning. The uh-huh. beginning. When yeah, you you guys obviously had that relationship that was mentorship, mm-hmm. moved into something else once yeah. the container of coaching was over for a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, she's obviously super attractive. Like it's oh. it's hard it's hard to miss that. Um, but I don't know if everyone knows. Lauren and I went on a date. 10 years ago <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I, we failed miserably. Like it was just a, it was ended up really bad. We ended up friend zoning each other. I think she more friend zoned me than anything. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what happened? How, why, how did the date go sideways? How did the date like, go sideways? So,
1: all right, like, let me paint a little story. I just came back from burning man for the first time. And I just did mushrooms. Like, in a recreational way for the first time i'm loving it I'm like oh my gosh we have to do this so we're on a great date i'm going back to her place like you know as a guy i'm like thinking this is amazing
0: mm-hmm. this is gonna go down this
1: is gonna go down this is great like
0: this cake is about
2: to go down sorry
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i had the bright idea of like hey let's do shrooms that was a wrong I first date yeah
2: because i provided the shrooms
1: I wouldn't put it past you, maybe. Yeah. But both of us are bad influences on each Correct. other. So. so anyways, we did shrooms and it just like out of nowhere, we're in the pool and we're just like, oh, shit, this is hitting hard. And then <laughs> basically, Lauren was like, let's go back into the apartment and I'm just going to go into my room and chill. I'm like, can I just sleep on the couch at least?
0: Because <laughs> you're I mean, way too high to drive. Yeah,
1: I'm way too high. So anyways, that was... That was when we first met. That was our first date. And then she would come to some of my parties in Vegas and we just got friend zoned. But when I saw her back at the personal development, we reconnected. And then afterwards, when she moved to LA, there's obviously an attraction there, I think mutually. Um, And in the beginning, how did we navigate? It felt so right. But at the same time, for me, it definitely felt really weird because it was the first time I ever allowed myself inside of our relationship to potentially like fall for another woman Mm -hmm. and so that was like a really scary time but also like really exciting because we all know like when you like connect with another human being that you're like really attracted to and you're both vibing it's like Mm -hmm. the best feeling ever yeah yeah and then so that was just like an interesting time navigating with all the conversations we were having with me and you with me and lauren and then just letting it flow as it did
0: Mm -hmm. did you feel like at any point you were worried about how I was going to respond? Oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. Let's talk about that.
1: I mean, so even though I know we're open, I know you have always talked about like love should be expansive and I knew that conceptually, right? I guess just the way I'm programmed, I'm like, I don't want you to ever think like I'm cheating on you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Even if it's like emotionally and and whatnot, like, what's gonna happen? What if I fall in love with Lolo? And like, how's that really gonna make you feel on the inside, even though we've talked about this conceptually, like, I don't feel it in- internally, yeah. right? Until like it happened, I realized, like, Jessica loves <laughs> Lolo <laughs> so much also. And she's like the biggest fan of this. Anytime like me and Lolo would like make out or anything, you would just see Jessica there, like a fangirl, yeah. just like <laughs> sure staring at us, just like, I'm in love with this yeah.
0: song. Oh, my much. God. Yeah.
1: You were like yeah. in love
0: with us. I might have looked like a creep,
1: actually. Yeah, no, there's a <laughs> little like creep falling in there love. for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, no, but I think what you're sharing is so important for people to hear because what I'm hearing you say is, although I was saying, like, I am comfortable with this and I want to see where it goes. And maybe it hurts along the way, but I don't want to stop. It's like you heard it, but it was really hard to trust it. Yeah. Until...
1: But that was all, my own issues.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I think that's everybody. Mm-hmm. I think most people, like a lot of my you know, listeners who, who are listening to this, write in and say like, you know, I want to do this, but we don't know where to start. Like, I want to try it, but I'm scared that it's gonna go sideways. Like my wife is saying that she maybe wants this, but I'm like freaked out that it's just a test yeah. or something. Like it's a test of my loyalty.
1: Those are always the times that you should go and do something, right? Cause like I was yeah. thinking about it right now, like us three were all had our own reservations and our own fears around it. Mm-hmm. But had we not gone into it, we would have never known what was on the other side. So I'm glad we did, obviously.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we did have hard times and we did have like some moments of jealousy, which mm-hmm. I, I want to get to. I want to share a little bit about like when when was it in the relationship that you both realize like, okay, this is something that I could actually do long-term or like not do long-term. And I'll start with Lolo again, ladies first, because um, I mean, I know your journey and your thought process along the way of like, you know, you obviously want um you want to have kids one day like you're looking for your male partner and like and now that's on hold and it like you know it's very flowy but being in a relationship with us over the years has caused a lot of questioning for you i think of devoting your time or stepping back um because of like your energetic boundaries so do you want to share a little bit about that process
2: yeah man i think it was early on when i was like yeah, I could do this for a while, mm-hmm. you know, cause we always had such great open communication with each other. And it was always a goal of mine to find my own male partner, you mm-hmm. know, like that was always a goal. And we all were aware of that. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I can't deny this love that I have. It was like with you guys, you know, I, I can't deny it. I, it was so perfectly said when I was chatting with our friend Monica once, it's like we have the same heartbeat or the same pulse. Like we all just get each other so well and there's no denying that. And so for a long time, I would question like, do I need to be, you know, putting myself out there as more single if I do want my own personal partner? That was something that I was always thinking about. But at the same time, I was like, I want to be authentic and treat myself, you know, to the love that I deserve, Mm -hmm. which was the love that you guys are giving me, which was a love that I've never felt before in my life. Mm -hmm. Before you guys, I was experiencing and, you know, relationships that were difficult or relationships that honestly I shouldn't have been Mm -hmm. in. And this was the first relationship that I felt I could 100% be me, 100% explore all the things that I've wanted to for years and felt accepted in a way that I've never felt before. Like I Mm. will tell you guys always, like you guys really supported a lot of inner healing for me that I needed to experience that experience. And I experienced that by being with you. So it was constantly this conversation in my head, you know, of like, is that what I truly want? You know, like my own personal partner, or do we just keep doing what we're doing? This feels so right. And you guys were the only people I wanted to spend my time with and Mm -hmm. have sex with. I wasn't wanting to have sex with anybody else. Yeah. What else did you ask? (laughs)
0: I mean, pretty much that, what you're sharing, I kind of want to pull on a little thread there because you mentioned that being in this relationship with us, right? facilitated a lot of healing for
2: you. What does that mean? Like, what did that look like? Yeah. For me, I felt like I didn't ever have to question myself in other relationships. I almost felt that I was constantly judging myself for things or I wouldn't use my voice because I didn't feel comfortable in myself, which Mm -hmm. definitely changed over the years, you know, as I grew. But I felt like since we had so many deep conversations, since we experienced Emotional intelligence and personal development courses together. Pasha was my coach. I felt this open space to straight up tell you guys anything at any point in time. And normally in the past, I would be like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm going to sound stupid or I'm going to sound crazy or I'm just going to keep that to myself. But being with both of you, you both taught me always open communicate. That was like Mm -hmm. our rule since the beginning. Yeah. Over communicate. So um, I feel like I really got to use my voice in a different way with both of you. And I also really feel like I got to experience a lot of sexual healing because mm. I felt so seen and connected and accepted whenever we would have sex. And I wouldn't judge myself for like, I, w- I wasn't worried about what I looked like, what I sounded like because I felt literally so much love from both of you mm. every single time, wow. which totally, you know, yeah, changed my life, my confidence. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Thank you for saying yeah. that. This is not an ad for how great we are in sex. <laughs> by the way, even though it sounds that way. I love you, baby. I love you. Um, no, I I always love going deeper into that question because people hear that. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, they hear someone say I did like a lot of inner healing work. What does that even look like? Because some people have never experienced it or don't make the space or the time in their lives or even have anyone around them that can show them what that looks like. And not just talking about sexual healing, like healing in general. So I always love to kind of, um, pick at that. Um, but it sounds like over time weighing the balance of whether you were on a track to find your own partner or spending time in love in this present experience of love that felt so complete and so full, um, that won out for a lot of the time, um, because, well, here we are still a couple of years later and, you know, have built a, a business together too. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's still like a goal for you, but I think it's different. And I think like all of our lives are different because of, you know, us having the the family dynamic that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just love what you said too about communication because I think that when you do increase your communication skills and you start talking about things that are uncomfortable or that make you feel embarrassed or shameful and you just start blurting it out, like not worrying if you're going to sound stupid or whatever, you eventually find a deeper love because you are consciously asking people and, and kind of giving people a roadmap for how to love you better and so the love is more mm-hmm. fulfilling. And that's like what I'm hearing you say, which I love. And I love people hearing yeah. that. And I don't think there's any accident that like <laughs> love from two people could be more healing than love from one person yeah. at once.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, one more thing. I, just, yeah. I think that also since you were so open to Pasha and I exploring, mm-hmm. you know, you literally said like you both need to see where this goes. And there's a serious connection here. I felt... Like I was just a- really able to like drop into my heart and yeah, commu- like communicate the way communicate mm. my needs the way that I did um, because you were so open to this. This was like yeah. so brand new for all of this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't understand this at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but since
2: you were a huge fan. It- <laughs> really encouraged me to just act, do feel how I wanted. Yeah. And I didn't really understand it either. Like
0: it was my first time experiencing it and seeing it. And for people listening, yeah, Pasha and I at that point were in an open relationship. We were in it and we went, we went from monogamy to like monogamish and then to open. And Lauren was the first experience where we like invited someone else in emotionally, Mm -hmm. right. To our relationship. So I was brand new with this also, but I had five years experience with you of witnessing you be with other women and you witnessing me with, and us being with women together. And then sometimes me going off being with men on my own. And so I had a footing, but it's not like I had a, a guide for like, watch your husband fall in love with another woman. I just
3: <laughs> the,
0: like the, the lover of like learning in me and love was just like, I would rather see where this goes than not mm-hmm. like, plus I just like to be different yeah <laughs> um okay i want to hear from you babe but before i do we're destroying this cake it's not gonna be pretty but have you had a bite
1: no not yet
0: okay here you go <laughs> let's eat cake so thank you alexis best baker oh, in los angeles oh so good
1: and oreo cake. Alexis, the best.
2: we love you mm-hmm.
1: i'm gonna say one thing real quick that I think it's really important to know. You said that there is no like how to guide on all of this, mm-hmm. but the how to guide is over communication mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And then with the communication and being authentic, you figure out the guide. Like you are your own answer. Good job. You are your,
0: <laughs> you are your own answer. Yeah. Mm. Cheers to that. I love that. That's what oh I my do. God. Cheers. There is no guide. Although I'm planning on writing a guide. So when I do, you'll want that, but also yeah. I just summed <laughs> it the up answer. for you. Though.
1: I'm the E version. Wow. Um, for me in the beginning and like, how did I know that this was going to be a long term was a question, right? Originally.
0: Or like, yeah. What was the thought process of like, could this be a okay. long term for me? Like, could I see this woman in my life for, Yeah, you know,
1: I'll tell you what, I mean, like, I don't remember every single little detail, but as we we're talking, the thing that came to mind the most was there were so many moments when it was us three hanging out and like, if you guys don't know Lolo, she's one of the funniest humans <laughs> in the world. Like, her little one-liners or little voice changes or, like, the way she just goes about life is just so cute. And, like, it's hard not to fall in love with her. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, truly. <laughs> hanging out with her was just – and just the crap she says sometimes is so funny. And so she was just such a, like, a positive in her life. I mean, me and Jessica connected deeper and we connected deeper. And it was just, like – it was so seamless. And like, one thing for me is I never force anything. I go along with it, but if it's something doesn't work, I don't try to force it. And I'm very anti, try to force something. If it doesn't feel right for me, I just say no. And I'm very unapologetic about it.
0: That is fact. (laughs) It's
1: hundred percent true. Um, and well, I just, you know, on my overall philosophy, there's just like, time is always running out. And so like, why waste time doing anything you don't want to be doing?
0: Such a positive outlook on life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, with Lolo, it was just always like a ball of sunshine. Always mm-hmm. laughter and she's super sexy. And so, yeah. So like, there's a bunch of times. Love I, like, I love you. I love you. There's a bunch of times I was like, damn, she's awesome. Like, I want more of this. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I knew. That's what I'm drawing on right now.
0: Yeah. She was constantly adding Correct. To our life in such a seamless way. I mean, and and still are. We're we're obviously talking about like, you know, the, the past it, yeah. and the beginning. And can you believe that June, this June will be three years of us? Like no way. Yes. Yeah. Way. No way. Four
1: years. For when we first no, went to the years. show. Three
0: years. Yeah. Let's do a quick little recap <laughs> because we do talk about it on, you know, the episode that I had with Lauren, <clears throat> episode 16. Definitely check it out. But Let's do a quick recap of like that night for somebody who's listening. um, We go to, so Lauren and I do um, a photo shoot. We're, we're newly like starting to be friends. And there's like, maybe like, I'm very attracted to women and very attracted to Lauren. She is like beautiful and my type, but I'm also like, okay, this is, you know, like Claude's roommate now. She gets me (laughs) on a photo shoot. And this is before she even developed her Unleash a goddess photography workshop
1: maybe this was her whole sneaky plan yeah right? i think it was yeah so okay. now we find
0: out she's already in love with you right, okay exactly. so she's like laying the foundation the plan. she gets Honestly. me naked within like five minutes of being on this photo shoot it's we're in topanga i'm like i need a little content for my page it's like mostly like yoga and sound healing at that point so she's like i would love to shoot you and we go and she's like do you know what would make this photo better if you were naked and i was like <laughs> okay, cool. You know, I'm not like super modest. I, I'm all about like embrace your
2: body. Like it's how we're born. Easily strips down. For me. Yeah,
0: I, I did. I stripped down for so fast. And then like <laughs> <laughs> most of the photo shoot was naked and like in Topanga Canyon somewhere. Um, she would just like link photos in the show notes. <laughs> no. But we, we head back. Pasha's like, what are you girls doing after the shoot? Let's all go get dinner. We go get dinner with a friend. Um, he decides to go his own way after dinner. We're like, let's go back to the house. We'll have a bottle of wine. We'll play games. So just the three of us come back. Mm -hmm.
2: And um, not thinking anything weird
1: because... I just need it to go to that Pasha then mastermind what happened next. I just need that to be seen in the show.
2: know. we know what you were doing. You played like the sex playlist... The super sexy vibey playlist. He's like, let's talk about our hottest sex stories yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, you when can we do... tell stories, they're not like two minutes. Like it has to be like a minimum of like 10 minutes, like details. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what did it look like? What did it feel like? Yeah. Was your heart racing? Were you sweating? We
0: were like calling friends and FaceTiming them and asking them to tell us their sex stories. So yeah. we won't get into all of that. No. But what did happen is there was like a Spider-Man kiss.
1: Yep. Yeah. Spider-Man kiss. Well, I was giving her a massage. I felt like we were telling sex stories. Other people were telling us sex stories. It's a perfect time to give a massage and just yeah, see where it goes. (laughs) I was
2: like, oh my God, I'm getting horny. Like they've (laughs) got to be getting horny, right? Because this is like getting real hot and heated. Like my body temperature is going up. Yeah, needless to say, we had a threesome
0: that night. Yeah, we went like we went from zero to to a hundred, mm-hmm. and then we started sneaking around. None of our friends knew <laughs> so because we we have all you know Lauren comes into our friend group, so that's kind of how we started. And we liked keeping it private and keeping it a secret for like I don't know the first like month or so because you know Lauren lives with one of our best friends, and we were like, how do we how do we kind of share this and we were so new too because we kind of had a rule up until that point like don't hook up with like super close friends right. we've like we've kind of made admittances for that rule in the past and it was always like why do we have this rule all of our friends are we so had hot. talked
1: about lauren before yeah like jessica and i will always talk about situations and possibilities and whatnot so we kind of already talked
0: what did you yeah. say about me yeah what did we say about her i'm glad you brought this up because i think it's important like for people to hear, like as a couple, as a, you know, open couple, people are always like, do you tell each other everything, right? Yes. We do. I cannot say this enough. We tell each other everything.
1: Everything. We and
0: love it. Yeah. We're, well, A, because that's kind of a kink for us. And luckily we have that same kink. It's, it's kink and compersion. Like we love knowing that the other one is happy and is satisfied. Mm. Um, but from day one, we were very open about our fantasies. Yep. I think because we both came from relationships that were a little bit, a little bit, mine was very, um, emotionally starved and like sexually repressed. And Mm -hmm. so entering into relationship with you, I was like, I never want to limit myself. And you were like, I never want to have to lie about who I am, Yep. like being attracted to other women. Like I just want to be able to even just put words to that. We didn't think we were going to act on it.
1: No, I never even thought that we'd be in an open relationship, even though those like in the back of my mind, I'd probably be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I just said, I just don't want to not be myself. If you're going to ask me what I'm thinking, if I'm thinking about another woman, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. And that kind of set the stage for who we are how we became
0: yeah it really did yeah. so we would kind of were already like talking about lolo a little bit yeah
1: so we talked about you and i'll tell you what i said i essentially said like pretty sure lolo's flirting with me and i find you attractive <laughs> which is pretty much the truth like you were your flirt and so i was, it like, was hey. at the
0: crawfish boil
1: I was like, what this was could been- happen. And I was like, uh, and there was a moment that we had at a crawfish boil yeah, that I was I like, I was like, wow, we're really flirting. I'm like, something could happen. But mm-hmm. I obviously like dare because I hadn't talked to you yet or mm-hmm. whatnot. And so we had talked about it and you were just very like, okay.
0: I was this- like, where are my pom-poms? Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and then so right. where my and I actually want to also note on that night of the Spider-Man kiss, we actually did not have a threesome that night. I stopped it Yes, because oh, that's the right. most important thing for me and Lolo was that we always remain friends no matter what happens. And we have to have a lot of communication going into this. Yeah. And so I actually stopped it turning into a threesome so that we could do that.
0: But We had like a lot of other things happen.
1: We, it was a ton of, it was just a ton of makeouts. There was no, there was nothing else.
2: Mm, I'm pretty there sure I made out with Lone's vagina. Anything. I'm pretty oh, sure did you? I, yeah. I don't want your cock. Oh, N- no.
1: No, you didn't. I
2: don't think think it was just us. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. was the first time. Mm -hmm. Remember I referred to two tongues on the other episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was my first experience. Yeah. Yeah. I was mind blown. Clearly. I was like, I'll be back for more. (laughs) Where do I sign
0: up for this? Is this a weekly thing or okay. So, um, by the way, the spicy margaritas, like, I'm already kind of tipsy.
1: No, they're strong. Yeah. Good. I haven't even, I haven't drank forever. And this mm. is.
0: Cheers, baby. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Cheers to you having a cocktail. Babes. You guys' birthday. Birthday. Is tomorrow mm-hmm. when this episode comes out. So wild. Mm-hmm. Can we mention this for a moment?
2: Yes, we can. Everyone oh, listening.
0: Yeah. Pasha and Lauren were born on the same day, six years apart. Obviously, Pasha's a little older, and so March seventeenth, which is Saint Patrick's Day, actually for me is Saint Pasha and Saint Laurent's Day. <laughs> um,
2: but could you imagine?
0: Could you imagine being with? the masculine version and the feminine version of the exact same astrological makeup let me tell you what Pisces season is look, like over here let,
1: let me tell you something I don't believe in horoscopes but me and Lauren are so similar it's nutty <laughs> yeah it's, wild. it's like there's a ton of similarities that's, I mean it's crazy we think the same way and we look at situations yeah. the same way <laughs> yeah it's, yeah that's it's pretty why we're incredible the yeah that's why we're the committee
0: they're they literally have a chat it's for wild. the three of us. Well, they we have a chat that's called The Committee, and they just decide things about life because it's always two versus one.
1: Yeah, correct.
2: It's wild. Even like our bodies are similar. Like when his back hurts, my back hurts usually. Yeah, because you're twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twinsies. Um,
0: okay. All right. You, you seemed like you wanted to say something. Because no. I want this okay. to be like an open conversation, open format. So... Oh, yeah.
2: you were always you, you were saying how lucky you were. This was always an argument between the three of us because we'd always say, no, I'm the luckiest because I would be like, no, you don't get it. Like, I'm getting loved by a man and a woman like this is insane. And I feel like a fucking goddess.
1: You, you always, are a goddess. You are you, a goddess. I love
2: you both.
1: But you would always <laughs> say you're
2: lucky. You were the luckiest one. You always well, yeah. said I'm the luckiest man because you had,
1: you, I have you have half of the population agrees with me.
2: Yeah, but you know what? I kind of want to talk about this a little bit
0: because <laughs> Okay,
1: let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> well, I I mean, this is something I obviously you know, men think that you are the luckiest man on the planet.
2: Yeah,
0: so 50%. And I think what doesn't what they what they don't think about is potentially the overwhelm or like the pressure that it is to kind of tend to and want to be satisfying oh. to mm. women. At once, not just sexually, but the idea of like Lauren being in our lives, like long term is something that we've talked about Mm -hmm. over time. And like as our relationship has ebbed and flowed and sometimes you wanted to take space from us and we've like created our dynamic of, you know, am I with you guys too much? Do I need to put my energy elsewhere? Do I want to be here fully? And you're like, do I, you know, am I taking care of Lauren? Like, is this something we're moving the three of us together, mm-hmm. like we had the conversation oh, last year. Good point, yeah. Yeah, of like, you know, we're, we're going to like have kids soon. Like we, you know, yeah, want to be parents. And obviously Lauren is still here. In our, so here in our lives, I think a lot of people probably think that you have this ideal position, but I know that it has caused some stress.
1: Oh, yeah. and it has for sure.
0: Yeah, because I know the way that you show up for like both of us and so
1: let's
0: talk about this let's talk about it let's talk about it and eat cake
1: for you know first thing is that yeah i mean it is it is awesome if you just think about the sexual part it's it's amazing for for me you know to have two beautiful gorgeous women um in bed like it's freaking awesome yeah
0: um look at the smile on his face
1: it's freaking awesome um (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay sorry my mind went somewhere else okay yeah exactly so the thing is is that I as our relationship progressed us three what I realized is that I'm never one to put someone in a situation where they can't live in my opinion like their best or call to their highest or and so this is a good segue into kind of like talking about like what kind of progressed on with our relationship, because Lauren and I have more progressed into our friendship, sometimes we're lovers, sometimes all three of us lovers, but our friendship I was always intact. Is that like, I know that Lauren wanted uh, a man of hers for herself and all this. And so, but not being able to give you the kind of time and attention that you deserve because I love you so much really ate at me. And so, being married to Jessica, obviously, like priority, like married to you, you're my number one, you're my soulmate. And I'm in love with you. But I couldn't give you the time and attention that I think you deserve. Right. So as a like, as a man, I, I, it it was eating me up alive to do that. If I thought I was holding you back from something else. Because a I was trying to grow a business, I work a bunch, everyone knows I'm workaholic. And I also have other priorities. Anytime I had any free time, I couldn't find all the time to make this work so yeah it was pretty stressful at times and then kind of that's how we decided to be more of a friendship to allow the space for you to potentially find another man and so yeah that was the stressful part because mm-hmm. I want to give Lauren everything like as a man you should like in my opinion mm-hmm. The man is you you treat your woman like a queen you take care of everything maybe I'm a little old school that way but it is what it is
0: yeah you're very old school when it yeah. comes to that
1: that's for the I record, thought.
0: you did
2: treat me like a queen.
1: I know. Yeah, but like, I mean, you
0: kind of still do. Still do. That's the thing. No, I'm always,
1: yeah, of course. But like, I don't, I know I could have done better. And that's like in, in terms of time and affection and like, you know, all the things. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Do I, you concur? Could he have done better? <laughs> it's totally understandable how he would feel that way mm-hmm. because Pasha is a provider. We all know this. Yes. <laughs> and for me... Personally, my experience was that I was getting the most love from you and that you were, you treated me the best that I'd ever been treated. No. Like any any man in my life. And (laughs) (laughs) Um, so for me, for my experience, being with you. It just, you opened me up in so many ways and gave me so much love that I never experienced before. Mm. And then I I knew I deserved to experience. I I remember for the first year when you would tell me, you're like, you're so beautiful. I would cry like that. That's Mm -hmm. another part of the inner healing that I experienced when he told me I was beautiful. I knew, I know I'm beautiful, but you know, for so long, I, I, I didn't think I was inside, which I'm grateful for now because now we teach people how Mm -hmm. to be beautiful on our goddess retreats, right? And I feel like, so yeah, I, I know I understand how you felt like not being able to provide and give me everything that I deserved, but you completely just exceeded anything that I would ever expect. And I always loved the relationship that you and I had, the relationship that Jess and Same. I had and mm-hmm. the, the, the three of us had. I was, you know, I was always so, I am always still so grateful for what we have together. Um, And what we had was perfect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just flowed. I never felt forced. Yeah. And I was never expecting.
1: Well, that's more of a testament to you, I think. Moon. Yeah, Really. And honestly and truly to be able to like work with ebbs and flows and like, sideways and all this you were just always like just like cool and just like always yeah, with it I mean, you know
2: because mm-hmm. I'd never experienced this love before I never experienced the community that we have out here mm-hmm. in LA so it was a complete life change for me overwhelming like amounts of love just dumping into my heart mm-hmm. I yeah. felt so for me I I felt so lucky I kept questioning like me like me like they want to love me, you know, for so long. But um, yeah, so I always felt love from you. Still oh, do. You. Love you.
0: Mm, I love you guys. Oh. I love you. This is such a mushy episode. It's a mushy. It's, it's a mush, mush. Of
2: course it is. It's our birthday. Let's cheers to the mush, <laughs> must. Mush, mush. 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 We
0: mush
1: love
2: mush. being a mush. Yeah.
1: I love our community also. Shout out to everyone in our community. We love you. Um, Shout
0: out to the family. What I kind of want to highlight about what you're both saying is... Yes. Shout out to our community. Like we always kept things a secret from our people for years because we were kind of like terrified. We were like, what are people going to think? Like, or I let's, let's okay. Okay, (laughs) Let me speak for myself because Pasha was always like, I don't really care who knows. Like I want to live my life. And if people don't accept me, that's that.
1: Unapologetic.
0: Unapologetic. Right. And you've taught me so much about that. I had a lot more, I'm a woman and it's different for us in society. So I had a lot more sexual shame to unpack. But once I did and we shared with our community, like, the, like, okay, we just want to be free and like have relationships with other people. If that feels good to us, they were so warm and so receptive. And so it's important to have people who see you and respect you and reflect that, you know, you are loved and accepted no matter what. And so to those people who are thinking of just trying out like non-monogamy, because I was in your shoes and I was terrified. I was like super secretive on apps and things like that. But like what you both are sharing is the power of being in such an amazing tribe of people who like only love is just so powerful. And add so much to your sexual relationships or your romantic relationships, because it's just all love and acceptance. And so I encourage people to be honest about like how you want to live your life, because you would be surprised. I thought people were going to judge and hardly anyone that I know personally judges. Let's, you know, let <laughs> not the internet. The internet is definitely very judgy. Trolls. Um, yeah. And I've experienced a lot of that here, but I think that it's really amazing. And just what you're sharing too to not be afraid to fall in love and what i kind of love hearing is that pasha really showed you what you deserve mm-hmm. um as much as you're saying you don't think that you could have shown up for lauren because obviously you can't be like a soul partner for her mm-hmm. which at the time was what i think she was looking for and maybe like who knows as that's shifted and like we've become so deeply connected in our own relationship But what Lauren's saying is like this was the full-on masterclass in like what I deserve from a man, and I fucking love hearing it because (laughs) he is that, and you do show up that way, and you are an incredible resource, which is why I want you on the show more because (laughs) there's a lot of men who are interested in opening up their relationships and are worried about how their wives are going to receive it. There's a lot of wives who want to open up their relationship and are, you know, concerned about how their husbands are going to receive it. Um, and so, yeah, I just think you're a wealth of knowledge and I hope you come back. That's a wrap you guys. And it was so much fun. Please don't forget to leave us a review on Apple. Tell us what you loved about the show and make sure you're following open late the podcast on Instagram.
3: My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop mypatriotsupply.com today. mypatriotsupply.com. Step into the world of power. Loyalty